0: George McReynolds of McReynolds Wealth Management, registered principal. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member, FINRA SIPC. Investment Advisor Representative, Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and McReynolds Wealth Management are not affiliated. Advanced level tax planning, income tax preparation, life coaching, and time management consulting services, and fixed insurance products and services are separate and unrelated to Cambridge. Cambridge does not offer tax advice. As a CFP and RFC, George McReynolds' mission is to help people create compelling dreams for their future, the plans to attain them, and the time to enjoy them. This is the Prosper Podcast.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome into another edition of the Prosper Podcast with George McReynolds, Wealth Manager and Chief Tax Strategist at McReynolds Wealth Management, serving you here in the Southeastern PA area. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. We always appreciate it. Make sure you check us out online at prosperpodcast.com. That's prosperpodcast.com. While you're there, you can subscribe to the show, be it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeart, various different platforms. And you can uh, check out past episodes as well as get notified about new ones and things of that nature and if you hear something on the program that piques your interest before you take any action you should always check with a qualified professional like george and you can reach out to him at 215-699-1050 that's 215-699-1050 if you have some questions and you want to spend some time talking with george about that and george welcome into the podcast this week how are you
2: i'm doing great mark how are you doing i'm doing pretty
1: well thank you so much for asking And i got a lot of content i want to jam into the show today so i'm going to dive right in and get us rolling here a little bit i wanted to kind of talk basically about some news headlines and i don't know you know the term fake news seems to have kind of permeated everything we do now. It started, obviously, in the political landscape, but now it seems to be all over the place. So I've got some things I wanted to talk about, at least some headlines that we see a lot from the financial realm, and get your opinion on whether these things are, are kind of the fake news deal or actually something we should really be paying attention to. But first, let me ask you this question. I saw a, a headline that economists at Goldman Sachs are now saying the risk of a recession in the next year or so is around 10%. Does that, that carry any weight at all? Do we find anything in these predictions produce- Predictions that are worth paying attention to—they're
2: rarely right, but if they throw out a number, they can get a lot of people to tune in. Yeah, and ask some questions. So, I have no idea what the percentage probability is. I think that uh, the farther we go out, the greater it is. And sure. Eventually, we will have a recession, and eventually, they will be right.
1: It's kind of like the weatherman, almost. Right, <laughs> at some point, yeah. they're going to be right.
2: Yeah. Nobody tunes in on, on the uh, Weather Channel when it's a sunny day. Right? <laughs> they don't true. care about that. They, That's they, they want to watch when the big storm of all time is coming. That's and true. the same thing with the financial news. They, they only If they can exaggerate things and sensationalize things, they can get you to tune in. Yeah. That's why they rely so much on fake news.
1: Well, okay, so let's talk about a few more of these then. Okay, so I got two major headlines that we basically hear all the time. And I'm going to get your thoughts on them. The first one is social security going broke. It seems like we hear that pretty regularly. Some people say it already is broke. Some people say that it's on its way. What's your take?
2: Well, it's going to be broke. And there's a couple of levels. One is where they don't have enough money coming in to handle current benefits. And the other is when the quote, social security trust fund is actually empty. Now, we look historically at problems like this that the government has created. They don't usually solve them till the last minute, they kick it down the road as far as they can. And then no sooner than two years do they ever fix anything that has a deadline like this. And what we've seen last, the last few years with the budget and with the government spending and the shutdowns, this is definitely going to come down to the wire. It's going to create a lot, of, uh, a lot of uncertainty for people, but they will fix it eventually. It's just too big of a thing for them to let go. They'll tax the heck out of it, but you're going to get your checks every month.
1: Yeah. You know, and George, it seems to me, and this is just my opinion, but it seems like it could be fairly simple to fix, but we just get wrapped up in who's going to be the person to do it and who's going to be the the group that has to deal with it. And what I mean by that is like, if they simply said, okay, people from 50 and up are going to stay the same, everything's fine. But if you're under the age of 50, as of such and such date and deadline, you can no longer take it at 62 like 65 becomes the earliest kind of thing Ooh. it seems like something like that would be simple enough to start taking care of some of these problems because we're having more people pulling out than that's going in i don't know that's my thoughts anyway
2: yeah. And I agree with you. I think that that's what's going to have to be done because that's what's really killed the system is that people are living much longer. Right. You know, back way back when you retired at 62, I were, you know, you tour the country in a new car for a couple of years and you'd end up in a nursing home and uh, you would die within three years. Right. Exactly. Uh, so they actually made a profit.
1: Yeah, and and they didn't, they haven't. As longevity tables have pushed back, mortality tables, they haven't pushed back the retirement age with the Social Security. And I get it; people are like, you know, I'm paying in, I want to get it. You know, people want to, you know, they always want to be there, that group that's going to say, well, I don't want it to happen to me. But I think if if you say 50 and under, and you're turning 50, let's say it's let's say it's 2020 that they use as a deadline. Well, if you're turning 50 in 2020, that still gives you 15 years to work on your retirement plans and so on and so forth. So I think there's a lot of room there to take care of some of this but again it's just a matter of the political poker chip and who does it and so on and so forth so we'll see all right so i want to circle back to the market thing because we know at the time of this podcast taping, George, we had about five weeks of a down market. It's been up here this week, and at the time we're taping this show, it's in the mid-26s. But we're constantly hearing this crash is coming soon. We've been in this thing for 10 years. Is this fake news, or is this something to really start paying attention to?
2: Well, it will eventually happen, but... I don't think it's going to happen soon. Okay. You, you probably remember I was in Fiji recently. I did a yes. program called Life Mastery, which was all about health. and then I did a program called Wealth Mastery. And one of the people that I attended a session with is Michael Smorsch. He's a billionaire hedge fund manager from Blue Ocean Capital Management. Okay. And he said, this has been the most widely anticipated market crash of all time. It's been the most hated rally of all time. Yeah, I've heard that. But mar- yeah, market tops are made of optimism bottoms by pessimism right so with everyone anticipating it there's only you know there's only sellers out there talking well they've already sold so the only ones left are the buyers so when we hear that fear of missing out that's top when there's been a uh, a melt up rather than a meltdown so it is coming just not anytime soon well you know you know it's interesting
1: because it's such a right no one has no one has the you know the the crystal ball that works and all that kind of stuff and we get this you know conversation going on and to your point i have heard that quite a bit that people are like you know for this bull run to have been i i guess it's now the longest in history people are just like they kind of really hate it and it's just such a strange phenomenon and is that you think that's just leftover fear from how bad things were in 08 09
2: yes and the fact that many people profit by creating hysteria but remember that markets don't die of old age and there's specific uh specific reasons that it happened it's, it's usually when reality sets in from corporate earnings but the anticipation the expectation of corporate earnings is, right. is pretty accurate lately so i don't see that as an issue but there's lots of charts that would say that it's imminent hmm. uh but we still keep going and yeah. uh and I think it's going to be a little while. You know, my estimate's about another two years before we actually hit a top. But we're watching this every single day and we're adjusting our portfolios monthly to quarterly just to make sure that we're into the right current, the right trend but yeah, you know, when you know you're in hurricane season you, you turn on the news you, you keep following things a little closer so when it happens we're, we're hoping that we're going to see it first
1: yeah I like that that's pretty good well you know again so sometimes these things can be these headlines these big bold headlines can maybe be wrapped up in a little bit of fake news but a lot of times I think fake news has a, a smidgen of truth in there as well and obviously it's a concern people are going to be uh, continue to watch what's going to happen with the market no one can predict it but it's going to be talked about that's for sure there's going to be no shortage there. Well, I'll tell you what, George, let's go ahead and turn our attention to an email question that has come in to the website. And again, you are listening to the Prosper Podcast with George McReynolds, and you can go to (coughs) prosperpodcast.com to not only follow the podcast and, and stuff, but you can also subscribe to it as well as submit a question. So we got one from Martin, and this is kind of topical. He's over in Bluebell. And he says, George, I have money in an annuity that I'm not very happy with and want to move it to a different annuity, but I'm told there's going to be a big penalty if I take the money out of the current one. Can you explain what that's about?
2: Well, yes. and uh, In fact, it touches on one of the things that really differentiates us from other companies It's the fact that we act as fiduciaries, but at the same time, we also have a policy for orphans and legacies. Martin is an orphan. He bought an annuity and got a high commission and he never heard from the from the person that sold him again. And now he's he probably doesn't even know what he has and he just needs someone to explain it. But there's no one there to do it because nobody's going to get paid so he's an orphan and we an orphan and we actively encourage our clients to refer their friends that have been orphaned so we will do an analysis of their annuities or their other investments at no cost and if they decide to stay where they are or if it's a good idea then we, we do that, and we'll often become the advisor of record. For instance, there was a widow who uh, was in a, had a $500,000 life insurance benefit, and she got talked into an annuity with a really good company, but it had a high commission and a long commitment of 10 years. And if she were to liquidate that to move to a fee-only advisor, there's a 4% surrender charge. That's $20,000. And even though there's no trail commission, we moved her over. We're not getting paid, but we're updating her on her investments every month and making specific recommendations for her account. And the other thing is legacies. You know, back in 1995, when I first got licensed to help people with with investments, the only advisors were pretty much for rich people. They were kind of expensive and they ignored everyone else with a small amount of money, say $20,000. But I had clients back then when I was starting. And I remember one particular person, He $20,000 he rolled over from a company when he went to his next company. And then I'd give him some direction on his 401k. And he's been in that same mutual fund company for 10 years, 15 years. And so... We don't want to cut him off because it's nice to say, okay, we don't deal with any commission products. The fact is we might get paid $4 a month for that. But in the meantime, he's been saving like crazy in his 401k, and now he's got a million dollars in the 401k that we don't get paid on. But why would I cut him loose just because he doesn't have enough to pay me right now? So I think we made an agreement when he became a client 15 years ago. And we're living up to our end as long as he's living up to his end. So I expect that money to get rolled over to us eventually. But until then, we're just satisfied with the $4 a month. So we don't cut off orphans and we don't cut out legacies in fact we actively ask that our clients refer them to us when their friends are complaining about how they got stuck with an investment that they don't understand
1: yeah, and of course, you know, he's talking about orphaned accounts here that can happen in a situation like Martin, so hopefully that helps you out a little bit, Martin, and makes some sense. And uh, and if you got some further questions, you want to talk more about it, reach out to George at 215-699-1050. He can help you with that orphaned account. 215-699-1050 to talk with George McReynolds, Wealth Manager and Chief Tax Strategist at McReynolds Wealth Management. Well, George, I think that'll do it for this week here on the Prosper Podcast. I hope you have a great week. I look forward to talking to you soon, and We'll see what we can come up with to discuss the next time here on the show. But until then, you take care of yourself.
2: Thanks, Mark. You take care, too.
1: And we'll talk to you next time right here on the Prosper Podcast with George McReynolds. Don't forget, check us out online at prosperpodcast.com. That's prosperpodcast.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the show. Give us a like, whether it's on uh, Google Play or iTunes. I guess it's not iTunes anymore. Now it's Apple Podcasts. So whatever your platform of choice is, give us a like, give us a subscribe, and we'll see you next time here on the program. This has been the Prosper Podcast.
0: George McReynolds of McReynolds Wealth Management. Registered principal. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member, FINRA SIPC. Investment advisor representative, Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and McReynolds Wealth Management are not affiliated. Advanced level tax planning, income tax preparation, life coaching and time management consulting services and fixed insurance products and services are separate and unrelated to Cambridge. Cambridge does not offer tax advice.